Hey everyone, welcome to Faith, Coffee, and a Kid podcast. This is your host, Cherie. Thank you for joining me today because I am sure you're busy with it being like three, four days away from Christmas, which is hard to believe, right? Um, And today I want to talk to you about kind of a Christmas present that I got. So I won a giveaway and in this giveaway, I won three books. The giveaway was through Kathy Lip. So if you don't know, Kathy Lip is an author of several books. Um, and you might know her because she is the decluttering queen, I would say. And she has a book called The Husband Project, Clutter Free, Overwhelmed. She runs a Clutter Free Academy. She has two podcasts. And she gives she gives you a lot of practical ways to make your life a lot easier, right? And so I interned with her years back and it was a great experience. And um, long story short, I won this giveaway. And the three books that I, that I got was Overwhelmed, uh, Clutter-Free Home, and this book called Ready for Anything. So Ready for Anything is basically about being prepped for those emergencies that happen in life um, that kind of can knock you off your your wheels, right? And so interesting, I wasn't really like, oh, I just can't wait to read that book. But I started reading it and I realized like as a single parent, as well, like especially, this book is really useful, really practical and really important. Um, and so I wanted to do a podcast on this because you know, um, since this podcast too is geared towards single moms, you know that sometimes those emergencies that come up, whether it's whatever it is, right? Whether it's being snowed in or whether it's um, being, you know, laid off or, you know, just like things that happen. Um, it's great if you have some type of plan in place, right? And it kind of, it will, it will lower your anxiety if you're better prepared. And so it made me think about when my daughter was probably about five or six years old, we had what I would call like snowmageddon here. Um, And I live in the Maryland area. And when I say snowmageddon, it was ridiculous amounts of snow on the ground. And so what had happened is it knocked our power out. And we lived in a townhouse, but we lived luckily um, in a little city called Silver Spring. So we were able to walk to a hotel. Now, we were able to stay in the hotel for a couple days and, you know, I was able to get some food at restaurants and things like that for her. Now, all of our food inside the house was completely gone, of course, because, you know, there was no electric. Um, And it worked out. Okay. Thankfully, it worked out. Was I intentional about, you know, having reserves? No. I wasn't, right? And it kind of scares me to think about, you know, what if I didn't have the money to stay at the hotel? I mean, I could have probably stayed with friends, but I didn't really know that many people that were close by, right? And it it was pretty much impassable roads. Like we walked to the hotel um, because it was a mess. It was a mess. So, and there was a couple other times where the electric went out and, you know, you kind of are in this situation or the power went out and you're in the situation, like what next? So I thought about that and I thought, wow, wouldn't it have been great if I would have had a plan in place, right? 
Um, and so as I was reading this book, I thought like this would be a great podcast for you all. So I just wanted to take a few moments to talk about the blueprint that Kathy gives us when we're thinking about the different emergencies that can happen in our lives. And let me just say that I'm not just talking about this, I'm actually doing it. So for example, yesterday we were um, shopping and at Walmart, I found a few things that I thought, why not get, you know, to add to like my emergency kit. So I got a great first aid kit, 11 bucks, but it has everything in it. And I'll be putting that in my emergency plan. So let me kind of just give you an idea of her practical and doable list. So first, again, the book is called Ready for Anything. And what I love about this book is that she talks about, you know, obviously getting your family ready for anything, but also, you know, when you are ready for an emergency as much as you can be, right? Because we all know that things happen that are totally out of our control that we can never prepare for. But it also gives you that margin to help others, right? And I think that part of it really struck me. Um, for example, I have an older neighbor that lives next door. And during one of those snowstorms, I remember just, you know, shoveling my snow and thinking like, why not shovel shovel her snow, right? Um, because she's older. And it, it wasn't, you know, a big deal to me, obviously, but it was a big deal to her because that it, it's hard to shovel snow, right? If I wouldn't have had that shovel, and I know this is like really probably minute, but if I didn't have that shovel, I obviously couldn't do that for myself or her, right? And so the idea is like when you are prepared the best that you can be prepared, you're going to be able to serve, to love your neighbor and to help them as well. And that's why I really like this book in that sense. Like it has that biblical principle behind it. And actually, even in in the cover, it says preparing your heart and home for any crisis, big or small. And that's exactly what she does. And so I won't go through every single part of this book, but I do want to go through the things that, um, you know, are probably some of the main subject topics in it. Um, And one is, you know, the simple goal is she calls it three, two, three. And that is to have a three day bag a two-week supply of food, and a three-month emergency fund. Now, you may have heard this before, right? Especially with the emergency fund. And I think when COVID hit, and actually, it's funny, when I I believe this book came out right around the time COVID was actually hitting. So I wish I would have got it then. But um, I remember, you know, this kind of like launch that they did and and everybody was kind of on lockdown. And I mean, what a um, t- what timing, right? And so this three two three thing, I think, is really important, especially that last part to me, that emergency fund. Because I don't know about you, but if you've ever been in a position where your car's broken down, um, you know, if you know the furnace breaks or anything, it is so nice to have that extra cushion of money that you can dig into without feeling like it's breaking the bank and you don't know how you're going to, you know, make it to the next paycheck, right? So she talks about this 323 and she talks about putting a 3-day bag together for each member of your family. And she goes into 
um, you know, what that should consist of, right? Like clothes, a three-day bag of clothes that you would have. And um, and I'll go into that in a little bit. I just kind of want to actually, I'll go through the, the topics. So she talks about that. <clears throat> the other prep part is to get $100 bills, um, and a jug of water. Okay. Um, make a five minute plan, identify your disaster. Now we know that there are disasters that happen to our families. I mean, that we absolutely have no control over, right? And natural disasters are happening more and more and more as we see with the awful tornadoes that have happened, the floodings, um, so many different things, right? The fires. And so if you live in an area, think about the disasters that are likely to hit. Like, so for example, I used to live in California and when I lived there, there was a mudslide and there were fires. Okay. So that was a whole different thing as of now where I live in Maryland, we're not really, that doesn't really happen here, obviously, but we do get snow. Um, and as I said, I've been snowed in before and the power has gone out. So how, you know, it made me think about, all right, this is winter time, January, February, March. Those are like big months for lots of snow to come in. So how can I prepare myself to get ready for that so that I don't feel like, you know, I'm being um, sideswiped, right? So think about your area and the natural disasters or the things that may cause an emergency and start preparing from there. Um, She talks about take a financial inventory, create an emergency fund. And so I love that word inventory because I think sometimes we're so afraid to take inventory, right? Especially with our finances. Um, Because there's a lot of shame and guilt that is attached to finances when we don't save enough. Um, We don't have, you know, maybe the funds that we think we should. And so it's really important to just take a hard look at your finances and where you stand. And to not um, beat yourself up over it, right? Especially like, you know, things do happen. It's not always easy to save money. Um, you know, especially if you are have a single parent or a single person income, um, or if you live in a high cost area. <laughs> you know, I, as I mentioned, I live in one of like the most expensive places and it is not and was not easy to save money at all. Um, I would say like in the past year is when I've really been able to start socking away some money. And it's, it's been a long time coming. I mean, it's just not easy. Um, and then when you look at your rent and mortgage and if your kids in, you know, if you're paying tuition or extracurricular activities, having food, a car payment, all those things, you know, play into that. But it's really important to just sit down, look at your finances and say, okay, here's where I am this is where I need to be. What are the steps for me to get there? And if it takes a few years, so what? But the point is like, have a goal and work towards that goal. And then she talks about, you know, um, storing two weeks worth of food, practice crisis cooking, um, creating an emergency binder, making a water plan, prepping your team, prepping your kids. Um, And she talks about also like, you know, gather your tools together and prep your pets, right? Because so many of us have pets. And so I just, I could like literally spend an hour on each one. Like I I can literally spend an hour going through this book and I'm not even done yet. 
Um, but I just really wanted to touch upon the things that, you know, maybe you can do before the end of the year. Okay. So, <clears throat> or, you know, have it as a goal in the upcoming year. So one of those things is a hundred dollar bills. So one thing that we did learn in COVID now, granted people were not as, um, eager to take cash money, right? Because there was the exchanging of money and COVID obviously is very contagious. So we didn't know how this transpires. So, I mean, people were mainly using their credit cards or their debit cards, right? But having that $100 bill, like $100, $1 bills, I think is a great idea because there have been times where, you know, when the power goes out or something like that in your, in your town, where they really can't do anything for you with a credit card or a debit card. And that cash really comes in handy. So easily and very simply, if you take out $100, you go to your bank and ask for $1 bills and they'll give that to you. Um, if you don't have the $100 in this book, it tells you like how you can save for that. So if you think about it, you know, even if you would put say $5 away, um, a week, you know, within a few months, you'll have a hundred dollars. Like it just, the idea of just like breaking it down into small steps. So for example, you know, like think about, and, and, and if you think about it, that $100, think about what other places it can come from, right? Like I know that we have developed a really bad Starbucks habit and I'm like, shuddering to think about how much money we spent just even in the last week. And I, I, I need to stop guys. But what I'm saying is it adds up. And so that $100 is not so hard to come by. If you think about places that maybe you can like take it from that really are just unnecessary, right? So getting that $100, $1 bills is one of the ways that you can prepare, um, for the emergency, making a five minute plan. So for me, it's just me and my daughter, right? And um, she, it's funny, she's kind of like, oh, this is ridiculous, you know, like we don't need to have like this, all this stuff. But like, I'm really adamant about having this plan. And so in my mind, what I think a five minute plan is, you know, it's very simple things like keeping the keys in one place or having spare keys um, and having them in a certain place, right? giving your friends a, a some you know a copy of your keys in case something happens right even locked being locked out or whatever but looking at the exits in your house figuring out you know if something happens where your meeting point is maybe even having a code of like you know if i text you and say this certain word like or whatever like this is an emergency i need you to call me back right like and especially if you have teens or something, because they're not always apt to call you back when you uh, give them a call. Um, I don't know what that's about, but it happens. So, you know, just kind of having that type of like communication with one another is really going to help, right? Um, Kathy talks about how she, I think it was her townhouse, the houses next to it had caught on fire, like two houses down. And her and her husband ran out with the dog and they were like, their son was in college, but they said, you know, did he come home? And they're like, no, he probably didn't. We would have heard him. 
And then her husband ran back in and lo and behold, you know, he was sleeping. And so he got out. But like, again, that's pretty scary, right? Like just having that plan in place could save lives, literally. Um, so we're going to go on here. Um, identifying your da- disaster, I think we talked a little bit about. Um, taking a three-day bag inventory. So a three-day bag, right? What does that look like? And in her book, she talks about, um, you know, a three-day bag is anything that you're going to need in an emergency. So like food, like lightweight packaged foods that can be eaten without preparation or just like adding water, right? Um, Water, personal hygiene supplies, a first aid kit, um, light source, right? A flashlight, battery operated lantern, uh, mode of communication, your cell phones, backup batteries. Um, She even talks about having shelter, a small tent, um, paper evacuation maps. And of course, in my mind, three days worth of clothes, right? And something that you can simply throw on. Um, I would say too, you know, have those extra blankets in the car. It's funny. I can remember my grandfather used to say, and my grandmother like, oh, you know, you should have blankets in your car and like you should have (laughs) flashlights. And I would think I don't even have a car, but when I do, I'm surely probably not going to have all that in there. And now I really see the importance of having those things in the back, right? Like paper towels and just like, you know, things that you buy anyway that you could just get an extra one and store in your back um, or in your trunk. So she talks about that three-day, you know, that three-day bag. And then she talks about the three-month emergency fund. And so this is where, you know, you basically should have three months of living expenses and that's at a minimum. So if you think, you know, you think you figure in your rent, your car payments, your um, grocery bills, your lighting bills, like all those things, right? And that's your three-month emergency fund. Now, for some of us, that's a lot of money, okay? And she gives great ways that you can start saving and thinking about how to put together this emergency fund. Um. You know, one of the things that I was thinking about when preparing for this podcast was when my daughter and I had that hotel when we were like, you know, when it was Snowmageddon here. And (laughs) luckily at the time, like I just, I had the money, I had the reserves. But one thing that I would say is if you, you know, I always will say, use your debit card first, don't use your credit card, right? Like, have money in savings or whatever, but it's not bad to have a credit card with, even if you never use it, with some open credit to be able to use in case of an emergency. Um, and again, that's in case of emergency. It's not to go out, you know, and buy great, you know, like four star restaurants because, hey, it's a emergency and you deserve it, whatever, right? Like this is for a shelter. It's for if your car breaks down and you really don't have that emergency fund. Sometimes credit cards will come in handy. Again, I am not in any way condoning credit card debt because that we all know is a beast and not easy to pay down, right? So 
<clears throat> but if I, I'm lucky that I was able to pay for that. Um, but that's where, you know, that emergency fund comes into play because if you have some money in that back, like, and the minimum she talks about is having a thousand dollars, right? So if you have a thousand dollar buffer, then, you know, you're able to cover a lot of things, right? I mean, and I'm talking about like just if an emergency hits. Now, if an emergency hits like where you lose your job, yes, that, that three-month living expenses, it's very important. I have been in that position and, you know, I <clears throat> am really blessed to have had family who helped me out. Um, but I remember like using those credit cards and just to buy groceries, right? And now I'm like, oh, like I'm so glad I paid everything off. But it's, you know, it, it happens. If I would have had an emergency fund, it would have went a long way, right? So trying to think about how much money you can feasibly put away each month in a checking account. And one of the things that I do now is it's just automatically transferred over. So I don't miss it. Um, I think that's just like a really practical tip for most people is like just try to have it automatically debited or taken out and put into your savings account. Um, whether it is $20 a week, whether it's $50 a week, whether it's $100 a week, whatever you're able to afford, it definitely adds up. Um, and have a goal. You know, this is a great time to start thinking about your financial goals. It's the end of the year looking and taking that inventory and seeing, hey, you know, was what did I save this year? What did I spend this year? And um, I know with my bank, actually, it will show you exactly what you spent, right? Like it will show you kind of these graphs. I have Bank of America, but it will show you these graphs of how much you spent, where you spent it. Um, there's some great tools out there. One that I use is FinFit. Um, so yeah, like definitely take that inventory and think about what you can practically do to add to your emergency fund. Uh, the other thing she talks about is food inventory, right? And this where this is where she talks about having that two weeks of food supply. Now, this one is like a little hard for me. And I'll tell you why, because my daughter is a little bit pickier, I think, than most. And <laughs> when I think of like that food supply, and I'm thinking, I guess maybe because most of our emergencies have dealt with power outages, I really have to struggle to think about like, okay, what would we eat, right? Like, what can I keep that's non-perishable that we would eat in this emergency at home. So I'm actually working on that. But she does say, okay, hey, take an inventory of the food you have. Um, and she talks about like where you can store it and having that two weeks. And she actually gives um, some really good ideas with about food too. Like, you know, like just a few, I believe she gives a few recipes in here. Don't quote me on that, but I feel like there is a couple recipes in here. But that is something that, you know, can help our neighbors, right? Because if you have some canned foods and something, God forbid, happens, you're able to offer it, offer it up. So she talks about like canned dried meats, canned soups, canned fruits, uh, canned vegetables, grains, canned beans, seasonings, baking items, um, you know, other staples like salsa, broth, onions. And then she talks about preparation and storage, right? And one of the things that she did say in here that I thought was really good, which I'm going to do this 
upcoming year actually, is to use a green sticker. <laughs> so she puts a green sticker on anything she needs to use up. So if that soup is about to expire, she said, like on, you know, or the cracker box is open, it's time to eat them up. She puts a green sticker on it, which is kind of that indication of, hey, use this before you waste it or you lose it. I am really bad with that sometimes because I will buy things and not freeze it. And then it's literally like throwing money out the window. So she gives some really good tips on that and like how to make the storage work for you and meal planning. Um, and she talks also, which I thought was really int interesting about buffer stockpiling versus emergency stockpiling. And so <clears throat> there's just so many tidbits in here that I think everybody could really gain from. One of my favorite parts is about the water plan. Like, I'm a water drinker anyway, <laughs> but she talks about, you know, having that jug of water available. You know, we're supposed to have um, one gallon of drinking water, drinkable water per day. This is for like an emergency, what you want to have in place. And for that's for each person in your family. Now, I don't know if you buy bottles of water, but if you do and you get 40, that's there you go. Like that will help you out through that emergency. So anytime you go to the store, simply like maybe buy another tray of water, right? And, and store it in your basement or your garage <clears throat> um, or anywhere you have space. You do want to keep it somewhere that's not, you know, too warm if you're getting bottles of water. But there's also these other like containers that she talks about, um, and I'll have to look and link it. But I saw them on Amazon. They're like 21 bucks. Totally doable, guys. So yeah. So the water, she talks about, you know, the water prepara like preparation, having things available. And it just makes a lot of sense. And then she also talks about having an emergency binder. This was something I was like, yes, Kathy, because... I used to have a website called Home Sweet Home Binders, and I sold printables. And one of the most popular printables was simply like password, you know, like password um, templates and, you know, just like inventory things, emergency numbers. And she talks about, you know, having a binder for this type of an emergency, like any type of emergency, right? So like an evacuation checklist, um, maps, copies of important documents. I mean, meal plan, written water plan, home owners or rental insurance information, rental information, um, extra set of keys, like having a zippered pouch in there. You know, these are the things that we don't think about but like, for example, having a fireproof box to keep your documents in, like your passport, your wheel, your, um, you know, insurance, all those things, birth certificate, social security card. If something would happen, you know, it, how much easier would it be? Or like how much, a little bit more less stress, right? Like it's just a little less stress on you when you're dealing with something that's like, traumatic anyway, to know that those things that you, you know, that you need that are important are protected. So 
I know I can go on and on. I'm not going to go on too much longer. I just want to say that if you get a chance to um, pick up this book, and actually, I'm going to give away a copy of this book because I I can't give you my copy because I like it too much, but I'm going to give away a copy of this book. So leave a message in the podcast or you can go to Faith Coffee and a Kid and you can leave a comment there on why you would like to have this book. So I um, hope that you gained a little bit of practical knowledge from what I just spoke about. And I hope that you definitely go over to the website and leave a comment or leave a comment on the podcast or rate the podcast. And I will be announcing the winner. Let's see, what's today? Monday, I'm going to announce the winner on Wednesday. And so, yeah, because I really think this is a great book to have on handy, especially for a single parent. Because like I said, you know, Um, whatever your situation is, if it's only you in the household, if your kids are little, it is so important to have a plan in place. And not only that, you can end up helping those next to you when you are better prepared. So, um, I hope you are having a great few days and before Christmas starts and spending it with your family and, um, I will talk to you soon. Remember to leave that comment and I can't wait to give somebody this this book ready for anything. Have a great day, guys.